games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. Finish him. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Hungry Gamers! Hello, 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 and welcome, boys and girls, to the 55th episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net and Audio Technica, and I'm your not so humble host, Brendan White. Find me everywhere at Brendan8bit. As usual, I'm joined by my two partners in crime here. Reese Kirby, who can be found at Reese8Bit. Sam Abraham, who can be found at Salim Abraham. G'day, brothers. How you doing today? I am experiencing peak tranquility as I've entered the podcast at peak coffee. I'm shaking right now. That's, that's, they put something in my coffee. You are, they, you are over 9,000 right now. put something in my coffee and I'm like... You, you do do a mocha with... Three equals. Yeah. Plus you've eaten some chocolate chip cookies I'm, and I'm you've just like, cracked some P-Max. I'm all so about equality. Yes. Yeah. So you are on the highest of highs right now. I'm all about equality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I have three equals. Of course. Okay. Oh, that's terrible, but we'll give that to you. <laughs> I'll pay it. Doing great. I'm doing awesome. How about you, Sam? I'm good. I'm the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Oh, right He needs some equals. I, have, I need something. I'm Pour like some equal in that water there. Locked up and... And bit of chili and do some chili flavored ramen that'll sort you out that'll sort me right it's up it's a nice shirt you like the lebanese steve Irwin. it's like he's come out right of now. uncharted yeah like he's just finished an expedition yeah. getting so an old idol it's very practical it's got two breast pockets yes which is what, would, what would you put in those two breast pockets a grenade winfield blues in the in the left yep winfield reds in the right <laughs> yeehaw <laughs> the cowboys die that's a man with a plan right there <laughs> yeah. so it is the 55th episode and i gotta backtrack to start with and say I am sorry it is three hellos to start with yeah, well, this was a thank you I point am, of contention it was point last of conjecture week. last week <laughs> yeah I was adamant and then I listened to it and then I listened to a few others and I was just like damn it they got me and I was yeah. even debating doing four hellos to offset the one from last week <laughs> well, to say to I owe now. that to episode 54 that would have just been chaos That would. I know a, a, the world ain't ready for four hellos there would have been just a, 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 a that, stretch in time hello 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 and welcome you sound <laughs> yeah you'd sound yeah. very it's starting good. to sound like the cat empire yeah <laughs> <laughs> hello hello no I think we just slandered just, that band last week we too, did, didn't just we? Just we did. Yeah, yeah every week I came out for them though they yeah. did the Giants anyway they did Side the Giants note. song victory song yeah. which I'm not going to sing again nah please don't please don't so we're here 55 times it's all happening <laughs> Yeah, it's a nice it. sunny day here in Sydney for the yeah. first time in about 15 years, it feels it, like. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for that winter so I can have an excuse not to go outside. I'm already getting the change of weather, like, sick. Oh, sickness. so that's sort of what's ailing you at the that's, moment, you reckon? Yeah, that's the, this. The climate change. Sleeping with my window open and the cold air comes oh, in. There's half a the problem. i with old sun on the way in. Little, little um, sort of segue into, into sleeping. We've now put silk pillows on the bed i can't i can't get behind that i'm sorry tried it out last night holy moly it's it is fantastic like my head is slipping and sliding and staying cool no no slipping and sliding reese kirby likes to be in one position when he sleeps Mm. but isn't that like a very summer pillow 
I don't know. Oh, fuck that. That would just be worse. It'd just be like a sweaty, slidey. It'd be good in winter time, thing. I guess, because it's that general coolness from the silk. I can't the, cotton, the cotton's what you want in winter. I have a question. Duck feather or normal sort of. I've got duck feather. Yeah, you've got to have the duck feather. Yeah. That, okay. You can, so you can mold. But we've actually. for um, We just bought a goose down quilt from Adair's. Yeah. Got yeah. it like half off. Super expensive. Still. I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's goose feathers, right. which is obviously the evolved form of the duck. So it evolves into? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's well, it reaches level 15? It's science, you know? Yeah, okay. We haven't tried it yet, but this blanket, like... Well, we've actually got the insane. Um, pterodactyl feathers. Damn it. So, you know... They would only um, have a couple, thank you very much. I know science has proven that they did have some well, plumage, act- We just took that many feathers from that many pterodactyls that we made an entire blanket. So blanket there was no big asteroid. It was... Kerbo's ancestors coming in just plucking pterodactyls and that was the end of um, the dinosaurs handed down from generation (laughs) to generation I single-handedly shaped the evolution of that particular animal because now they uh, are amphibious and drag their asses along the ground in fact they've actually been renamed did they just see you doing that and they were like because the evolution has come so far they no longer have legs so they changed the name from pterodactyl to the umadoodle bird because when they land they just go umadoodle 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 I don't, know. <laughs> I, I don't know where to go. I, I like the oh, effort sorry. and the setup of this, but come on now. Come on. So come they're on. legless birds that have wings. Yeah. And when they land, because they make that sound, that's why they got their name, the Umadoodle Bird. What about the female ones? What do you call them? Uh, well, see, the females gotcha. tend to stay on the land because they nest. On the land. The Hungry Gamers podcast. <laughs> right here on 8bit.net. We always go, we go well when we start talking about animals. It's those three equals that just got you fast and loose. <laughs> All about I'm still piecing that last joke together. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, man. I'm a, I'm a regular, you know, CK, Louis, what's his name? Louis CK. I'm a really funny guy. Yes. Super smart. Mm. I'm, a, I'm a Bill, Bill Burr. Nah, I don't want to be Bill Burr. <laughs> Far too sexist. More like Bobcat <laughs> Goldthwait. Oh, I love Bob. Um, okay, so have you ever listened to Bobcat Goldthwait outside of him doing the voice on Police Academy? Mm, no. Super intelligent guy, really funny, knows his comedy, like, just talks normally. Talks like I'm talking now. Yeah, he directs a lot of stuff. He's absolutely fantastic. If you're out there, Bobcat, hope you're doing all right. Got a nod from old Turbo. Got a nod from me, mate. It's mm. uh, Love your work. Keep up the good work, Chief. Keep it up. Speaking of good work, what have you been doing this week? I have been knee-deep in the Bolivian jungle. Oh, watch out. Taking out Watch some, out, you're uh, going to get a bloody court case thrown at you in a minute. Yeah, just, uh, you know, taking out some drug dealers uh, mm. slash cartels um, in Ghost Recon Wildlands. Very um, cool. So, Tell us about it. I, I, Pros, cons. I spoke a little bit about the, the multiplayer last yep, week. Yep. You know, everybody's been across that. Um, obviously, this week I'm focusing on the single player. Okay, I mentioned that I read a lot of reviews. I can see where the reviews are coming from because if you were closed-minded about it, you could say that this is a Watch Dogs 2 reskin. Okay. Right? Okay. Because you've got an open world, different sort of areas, if you will, that have enemies and um, you have a drone that you can level up and down and you um, you have to sort of enter stealthily and take out the enemies and you upgrade your weapons as you go and... It's kind of, you know, like that. You've got there is a lot of comparisons missions. going around that it's like the Division 
mixed with Watch Dogs. Yeah. Mixed with Just I, Cause. I sort can, of the main um, three that I keep right. seeing getting ponied around. I can I can definitely um, sympathise with that point of view. Uh, but three great games. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I say it's worth picking up. Um, I wouldn't spend 100 bucks on it, and I didn't. Um, of course you didn't. <laughs> yeah, thanks to the old... Uh, ah, special shout-out to my friend, um, manager at EB Games uh, Westfield, Sydney. Uh, she price-matched Target online, whereas the gallery store does not price-match Target. So I just want that to be clear. Throwing some gallery that's shade. fucking travesty. EB Games <laughs> Sydney City will price-match Target. Galleries will not. Anyway, go. I got um, Ghost Recon for fifty nine dollars, so I was pretty happy about that. That's a good steal. Um, so fifty nine dollars. Also, Zelda Breath of the Wild and Horizon Zero Dawn available online via Target too. True. Get so, on that shit if it's still available as of recording. If it's a uh, advertised price online, EB Games Sydney City will match it. Okay, um, back to Ghost Recon. So the real fun that I was having uh, is, as you mentioned, you rightfully predicted uh you saw this as a game that you're really only going to have fun with if you're playing with friends which is 100 percent true i find that if you play watchdogs 2 with friends um doesn't like it's not really yeah because there's there's less reliance in watchdogs 2 on the multiplayer aspect you know you can but, pop in pop out but yeah it's mostly a single player um creative universe where there's active npcs you can interact with exactly but ghost recon wildlands is a different ball game in the sense that it's team-based tactical stealth espionage combat. So uh, one of my good friends picked it up as well and we played it and because we're both kind of really into that, you know, that Navy SEAL teamwork based stuff, based we action. take it very seriously. So we were like That's using code names and correct, uh, you know, Alpha, Bravo, Tango, that whole thing and just not even questioning or laughing about it. It's like, this is serious Very business. Very deadpan stuff. Yeah. So, you know... Can I ask, what are your character names? Like, I'm, I'm assuming, knowing you, you've gone full in and you've got a character with a backstory and a... Well, I mean, my ongoing character is Dogpatch06. Okay. Um, who, you know, was an active member of SEAL Team 6 during the 90s and, you know, is just doing merc, uh, mercenary work for money. Mm. Um, Got to get that paper. Yeah, you know. So uh, my constituent, Dirt Diver, um, he he was uh, <laughs> helping out on a mission, uh, and we were taking over just a, a small mansion, and it was intense, man. Because like, I got into it. Would you call a small mansion just a house? When does a mansion become a mansion? That's or? a great question, bro. Brendan. You know what I'm saying? That's do I really, need to remind you really about the coffee question. peaking? Because I am literally seeing through time. You right are now. gotten twitchy eye going. He's on hearing right. color. Right <laughs> Please do not ruin my brain. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got very into it. And uh, see, the thing with uh, the Ghost Recon Wildlands is that you can, if you're seen, they send reinforcements. And if they send reinforcements, you're kind of fucked because there's two... Yeah, it's no good. Two Jeeps of guys pull up, right? And usually the guys in the Jeeps get do out. Do they have a gunner? Like yeah. a gun? Yeah, they get oh, out wow. of the Jeeps and they walk around and they... You know what I mean? This particular Those occasion... Jeeps. The jeeps pulled up and the guys just stayed there. But oh. They were blocking the exit of where we needed to go. Oh, so tactics. We skillfully um, headed over to a surrounding building and stood on top of the building and each lobbed a grenade at the exact same time, and both the jeeps blew up with the guys inside. That was very cool. Mm. I definitely felt like. Uh, was there like a digital high five exchange after that? Like you and Dirt Diver just went, you know what? 
we got this. It's our, more, it's more of a, team six. a single nod, you know, okay. just because you don't want to like... Can you do emotes in this game? Like, can you do that? Like, you know, in no. um, Division and stuff, you had like... You could I don't play know about online, stuff. I wonder if you could sort of do that happen and like give them like a salute across the, across the battlefield. I think that'd be awesome. The other thing we were doing is that we were using tactics in the sense that he was the, the sniper keeping watch up above. Okay. And I was the the ground sort of close quarters mp5 guy so he'd be like all right three tangos in in front of you you know three o'clock five o'clock um send out smoke whatever and that made the game incredibly fun for me mm. so i want to throw this out there i was thinking about getting this game on pc as well Ooh. and doing a true to form role play server meaning you need a character i love this story you need a a, a a voice if you will um, an accent for some maybe Sam this could be your thing could be my thing uh, and you must stay in character I love the whole accents. time can I'm throwing it at you right now would it can you include like permadeath like in oh, typical other recon games wow. where you say just... say us three and, and dirt diver roll out into a match one of us gets gunned down by the cartel. You just took I'm this done. great idea and fucking dialed it up to 11 yeah well, then I'm done it, I mean permadeath I think would definitely need to be a standard because when you're playing and you're in a fight and you get shot and you get downed, you can be revived once per fight. Yeah, like right. in okay. like in the division. Right? So that's a good feature. So if you're down only once you're in a fight, that's okay. But I think permadeath could be a thing. I think that's uh, a good element. I, I think we should, we should make stakes. this happen, yeah. yeah. So look, I'm throwing it out there, people. If you want to be a part of it, get us on Discord. Yes. Um, Hit us up if you like the idea. If there's more than four people that want to do it, then maybe we can run a different, you know, schedule or something. So, mm. all in I all, like the idea, fantastic game. Yeah, I you love sound it. like you love this game. How's the um? I see that there's a pretty in-depth character customization. Yes, um, you you definitely got like all aspects of the character can be modified. Your character did look very much like you, by the way. Yeah, that was just lucky because I could find the hair. I mean, not the body, obviously, because I'm much more chiseled. Yeah, than you're that, more but, Adonis. Yeah, but um, I'm like lean. Like I've got a good core. Um, yeah, you're good, you're good swift running in the Bolivian agile um, landscape. Yeah. He was, yeah. agile. He's a bit bulky. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, the customization on it is fantastic. Look, if you're, a, if you're a single player that doesn't really like playing with other people or whatever... Might not be the game for you. Um, how, how did you find the um, like your team AI? Like, were they, oh they pretty God. intuitive, or are no. you constantly almost holding their hand saying, "Go here, it's, shoot that guy." It can be frustrating. Um, I don't really think anyone's really nailed. The only other t- time I felt like my AI team is really behind me is SOCOM three, because uh, one and two didn't really get mm-hmm. it. SOCOM three, yeah, yeah. Um, but this particular AI, yeah, uh, I often had to. I guess hold their hand through a lot of things because they were getting seen. They were, um, I'd tell them to go if if there's two routes, I tell them to take the west route. I go the east. So you'd always go just, sort of solo, and you just send the uh, posse it, down that way. Or? Yeah, yeah, because I'll, I'll spot them or they'll spot me or whatever. Because you are ex SEAL Team Six, and these guys are just lowly noobs. Yeah, you well, know, you know, I got to show the kids recruits. a lesson. Yeah, yeah, fresh straight recruits. out of the academy. Very yeah. green, very green. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, but they would go halfway down the the route and then just stop or you know i would get into a car and they would take like six years to get down the mountain just to yeah uh, but look if you play with friends amazing game yeah. 
definitely worth playing. I, I love it. Because you're it. on Xbox One right now. I am on Xbox One. Yeah, which no I, one... I was debating jumping on Xbox One because you've got two guys on there, right? Obviously yourself and Just Dirt me Diver. and Dirt Diver. So. It's four four-man teams. Yeah. And I'm looking at you over the table here, Mr. Me. Abraham. Oh, we look. could become the third and fourth members of this team. We could, yeah. I'm not in possession of my Xbox at the moment. Oh, that's right. You've, yeah. you've lent it out. We might have to do some hazing, but uh, I think it can work out. Damn it. I'm sure you'll find a fourth. Mm. Ali? Ali? Does Ali have an Xbox? Yeah. Dude. I don't know if this game might be an Ali game. I don't know. She likes H1Z1. It's got that feel to it, I guess. Well, we all it? thought she'd be a HCD person, and she said she wasn't. So she surprised us there. She might surprise mm. us again. There you go. Otherwise, I'll just get that Xbox back. So yeah, I love that game. That's what I've been playing. Uh, I went and saw Logan last night. Oh, we already spoke yes, about dude. it last week. Fucking probably the best movie I've ever seen since Deadpool, hands down. Um, every superhero movie should Deadpool. be R. I think it's better than Deadpool. Hundred percent. To me, they're different. They're, oh, they're, Deadpool they're completely is a, different. Is yeah. a comedy movie, and Logan is a proper like dramatic action movie. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. I've reflected on on Logan a lot this week, and my opinion still stays the same. Like it is amazing. I loved everything about it, and I want to go watch it again in the next week or so, because that cinema experience was second to none. Um, I saw I, the trailer for Ghost in the Sh- well. I didn't. I, I purposefully looked away from the trailer because <clears throat> the trailers don't look too bad for, for Ghost, Ghost in the, the Shell. Shell. Well, yeah. you haven't seen any of them. Well, I've, they've been I've seen them bits out. of pieces, but I, I hate how they reveal so much of the movie now. There wasn't just, another one yet, was it? Yeah, uh, yeah. Week, there's a, there's this two, week, there's Monday, two, Tuesday. There's a really, really there's a one that I saw at the movie that went for like three minutes. Yeah, oh. um, and they were showing a lot of stuff. But so, it's, it's the same as the original anime movie, isn't it? The same story. Yes, mm. but the difference being is that with the Ghost in the Shell movie anime, um, they thrust you into the world with zero explanation. So they understand what's happening, but you have to piece it together. Mm. So that leaves open a lot of fan theories and things like that. Yeah, I don't, that's not going to happen. What I see film. in the movie, no which, way. you know, I don't, I don't crucify them for this because they've got to make it open for audiences and what have you, yeah. um, is that they explain everything. Yeah. They explain, it's got to be accessible to generate money. Yeah, so, you know, I mm. see why they're doing that and I don't hold them accountable for that. So, look, I will go and watch it. I know I said I probably wouldn't. The special but effects, but that's fucking awesome. Yeah. I, like, that's also the sort of position they take or, like, that's the sort of thing they did with the later Ghost in the Shell um, movies and the series, right? Movies, like, yeah. standalone complex. There was yeah. tons of, like, I love scenes of complex. Kusanagi... Um, yeah. just like reflecting on what mm. she is mm. what is life blah blah mm. blah uh, and there's yeah there's definitely like one scene in the trailer for Ghost in the Shell the movie yeah. that's coming out where she's like kissing a girl kissing yeah. this woman yeah and they're like what are you yeah you know mm. so yeah you're right so yeah. that comes out at the end of this month so I'll go I'm and see so that so keen man yeah I'm so we'll keen we'll go watch that March is just a great month March is yeah March is really delivered so far Horizon Zero Dawn Ghost Recon Wildlands, Nintendo Switch with Zelda, Logan, bloody Power Rangers comes out in a week, Ghost, uh, in, the Ghost in the Shell comes out shortly, even the new live action Beauty and the Beast film I'm keen to see. Uh, it's a fucking great month, people. <laughs> Kudos to March. Kudos base. to March. Sam, what have you been doing? Um, I've been playing, uh, just to kick off from Reese's high energy and, and explosive combat and action, I too have been playing high stakes, explosive action um, in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! Ooh. Duel Links. Yeah. I downloaded this game, but I haven't played it because I see a lot of uh, 
well, like, cult status about it. So let tell me, me tell you all about it, friend. <laughs> Strap <laughs> yourselves in, <laughs> listeners. It is. It's. I I don't know if I hate it or not. I'm not sure. That's not a good opening statement. No, it's not a great opening statement. I'm very confused. So, uh, like Yu-Gi-Oh is the card game we all know and love it. You activated my trap card, right? <laughs> we all know it. We all know it. Um, I played it like the video games before, like the Yu-Gi-Oh ones that used to be on like Game Boy. I like, oh, okay. get the ROMs. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's the same game. It's the same card game, but they've stripped it back a little bit and just reskinned it for phone. Yeah, pretty much. So what they've done is they've just halved it. So there used to be uh, like when you'd play a normal game, you would have your life points, which was about 8,000 and you would have five zones where you could play cards. They've limited it to three and 4,000 life points, but they haven't changed any of the cards. So there's a lot of cards that now aren't playable because it just doesn't make sense to play them. My problem with Yu-Gi-Oh is that it always has 10,000 cards and 9,990 of them are shit. And so oh, you just, so you just want them. them 10 cards. You just want the 10 cards. Mm. And I've spent, I think I've played 15 hours probably of this game Christ. this week. Yeah, like a stupid amount of time I've put into it. It's not like Hearthstone either. You know how Hearthstone's just straight PvP and mm. then they've got the solo content. Mm. This is more solo oriented and you can do PvP if you want to. Oh. And the problem with the solo is that the AI shit. So you, so you just, just roll, outsmart roll them. them, smash through them. And then... The PvP, you just get smashed because someone's put $300 into the game. Mm. So this like, is pay to win? It's not quite pay to win because there's like, I mean, of course, there's an in-game currency. It's freemium. But um, you just, you have no chance. Like, I think I've cracked 30 or 40 packs and the deck I've got is not the best. It's enough to smash the AI, but that's about it. But for some reason, I can't stop playing. So I don't know if it's good or not. Mm, okay. Not mm. great. Made by Konami, yeah. so definitely don't put any money into it. Yeah, because <laughs> um, we all still have an axe to grind with Konami. That's right, after they... We got you back a day Double-crossed good friend of ours, good friends of the podcast, mm. and, and certainly mentor of all of ours, Hideo Kojima. Who pseudo-felt your ass heat. Pseudo-felt, yeah, we're, mm. I, there's got to be a term for that. Mm. I don't know butt what it shake. is. Butt osmosis. Instead of a handshake, it's a butt shake. It's a butt shake. I, um, yeah, I, I don't I, understand what happened. Butt sh- a butt shook Sam did Kojima's butt. the dirtiest poo at all of RTX. And two seconds after he got off the toilet seat, went out. Hideo went straight in and sat down sat on right that down warm on toilet seat. Oh, yeah. Have I not told you that story? No, I didn't know that. Mm. That's fun. It's pretty bad, man. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. Just reminds bad. me of that meme that talks about when men go into the bathroom and they sit down on the toilet, and it's like what it looks like a man sitting on a toilet, and what it feels like is one man sitting and another man directly underneath him, like sitting ass to ass, and that's what it does feel like every time I sit down on a warm toilet seat. That's the meme I think of. I'm sitting on another man's ass. Well, imagine like that same image, but instead of the two nondescript figures, you have me, nude. Think about it. I'm, and then you I'm have Hideo him. Kojima as the other ass. That's what happened, guys. This needs you to be a tattoo. You touched the ass of God. This needs I, to be a tattoo. It was so funny, man, because I, I saw him on stage on the Saturday and I was just like in awe of the interview that like he was, he was like, giving. And I was just like, I was listening to the things he was saying and the stories he was telling. I'm like, this guy, this guy's amazing. Like, this guy's inspiring. He's a god. He's done so much. And then, like, the next day, I've just got a really great shit story <laughs> like, to do with the same guy. Me and Hideo touch butts. Touch butts. Yeah. Anyway, 
fuck Konami. Don't put any money into any Konami games. Um, but play this one for free. I don't even feel the need to spend money on this game. That's the other crazy thing. Like, I've never really limited unless I play PvP. And I don't need If you to. want another card-based game on your phone, Elder Scrolls Legend is now available on iOS and I think Android as well as of Friday. Really? Mm. Well... I did it's good a, fun to play I did give that a try yeah I played it when sadly it was I haven't touched it again in months I've yeah. got it on my I think I've got it on the surface here I haven't touched it in months I think it's the same reason I don't put money into anything else anymore it's just I've put too much into Hearthstone so mm. I, I have to be a Hearthstone guy now for the rest of my life yeah um, you've made your just bed just to justify the yeah. stupid amount of money that's you've gone. made your bed in Kazakhstan or whatever it's called in Ungaro <laughs> in Ungaro yeah. that, that's a new one coming that's up right that's coming out yeah mm. I'm here yeah. very fun yeah you, you know mm. you're not you're not old hat. Nah. Nah, certainly not. Mate, what are you doing? What have you been doing? Uh, the quest for the Horizon Zero Dawn Platinum is still going strong. Wow. I've got two to go. Two um, how two many, trophies to go. How many hours? I'm near 50. Okay. Near 50 hours. I feel like you were near 50 last week. Nah, I've, I haven't put a ton of time because I've been playing a lot of Zelda this week. So uh, I've put mm. maybe another f- six hours into Horizon this week. I still love that game so much. It is... The perfect game for me. I know yeah. I've said that a lot. Yeah, I don't need Will to dwell on that. that we every know. time you we say know. Horizon Zero Dawn, like for the rest of your life, you reflect on it. You say Horizon Zero Dawn. By the way, perfect game for me. Yeah, <laughs> like if I ever meet the guys from Gorilla or whatnot, I'll be like, "You made this game for me." It feels like I know. Obviously, they didn't, but like you could have met that guy at that thing we went to. I know. Where was I? Queensland. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Curse the nine to five. Anyway. The, um, the 11 till 2 <laughs> <laughs> that, was a, that was a weird event by the way oh, I love that event that we amazing. got way too drunk and did archery doesn't matter that doesn't shouldn't matter. have happened mm. I was you had wall paint, paint on like I was worried by how fast like the bolt or the um, the arrow the arrow like hits the target I didn't re- I thought it was just was that your first flimsy. time ever firing a bow first time in recent history yeah mm. like I think the last time was like... Were they compound bows? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Mm. Compound meaning... Compound bow, usually you'll feel a ton of resistance when you're drawing the um, the bow back and then you get to a certain point, it'll loosen up and then you can sort of nah, pop it a little nah. bit further. They no. weren't that advanced. No. I think, yeah, they really wanted to limit... Because you can do a lot of fucking damage with a bow and arrow, so I doubt they'd give you some heavy, heavy duty stuff. Those bows they've got now with the wheels and shit on them, they're intense. Mm. That they served beer and then did that. Oh, it's fantastic. I think it was a great gamble. That's yeah. on them, though. Like, that's not my problem. Oh, yeah. They, they made us sign shitty waivers. I was signing it like, this shit isn't going to hold up yet. Smiley face. <laughs> Just wrote a fake alias on there and everything. Yeah. So, nice. okay. Horizon Zero Dawn, in case you didn't know, is yeah. the perfect game. 59 bucks. So good. I love it so damn much. 59 bucks? Yeah, on Target, Target Online. Oh, sure, okay. Yeah, so it's... I don't know if it's still running, but yeah, via the Target Online store, Horizon Zero Dawn, Zelda Breath of the Wild, Wildlands, mm-hmm. and I think one or, other, or two other recent releases, Resident Evil 7, I think, was the same, all 59 bucks. So now's the time, if you've got some pennies put aside and you want some new games, okay, get on that. Um, but yeah, I've been been getting lost in uh, in Zelda Breath of the Wild. You, uh, can you explain this to me? So Zelda Breath, like... I guess the the really brief narrative of it is you play Link, you yeah, wake course. up yeah. 100 years um, hundred years later in this resurrection chamber, 
you've lost your memories you don't know what's been happening and slowly but surely you meet characters you piece it piece it um all together but the the real brief description is um calamity ganon has taken over and destroyed hyrule zelda has been fighting him for like a hundred years you've just been in this resurrection chamber having a kip rebuilding yourself for a hundred years then you've got to come back and reunite hyrule and, and do battle against calamity um to try and obviously take hyrule back and, and make it great again okay but make hyrule great again it's such a everyone's got little hats <laughs> <laughs> little, little red trucker hats on some little prick at the top there with bad tans you know, ganon it'd be ganon for sure but um this game to me at times is so overwhelming you almost stop and go i, I can't play this right now because there's zero hand holding there's no here's this here's this um quest you have to go oh, like obviously there's, there's main quests that you obviously have to plot together to to um eventually take down ganon mm. but you've got the entire map open to you right from the get-go so you could run or if you catch a horse ride the horse all the way to the furthest point of the map and you could do battle with all kinds of enemies along the way um but there's no way to determine how strong or weak said enemies are so a lot of the times i'll just be trucking around hyrule and then i'll see an enemy like, oh, i can i'll take this down then one shot i'm dead and it's like fuck okay maybe i need some more tactic no that tactic no one shot i'm dead okay gotta go back regroup go do a couple of shrines get my heart level up higher so on and so forth so it's literally open world open mind do whatever you want so if there was ever anyone uh if you ask me who is the most open world rpg loving person ever i have to say it's you yeah because you're a witcher person you are of the horizon zero dawn mm. persuasion now yep so when you say this is too big what specifically or overwhelming when you say this is too overwhelming is it that you don't understand what you're doing at each point? Like when you talk about these there's, enemies, there's a bit of that. Um, hand holding. I think there's a lot of like one of the like the little axes I've got to grind on. It. It's minor. Like this game's amazing. Like Nintendo have hit it out of the park. With it's this. ten out of ten. Yeah, like you see, like it's yeah. universal flawless scores from everywhere. Yeah. Um, but doing side quests and everything, like I love running around locations in RPGs, and you meet this person, they go, oh, "Help me with this," or "Go mm. fight that." And, cool. So you go do these side quests, but you don't get XP. So you don't, there's no progression system within the game apart from doing these shrines that the, you can then level up your, your health yeah. or your stamina, really. Right. Okay. Yeah. But that's pretty standard for a Zelda game. Yeah. It's anyway, standard, but like. And then you unlock more weapons as you go as well. You pick up weapons as you go, but like they're so brittle. So many, so often you're picking up weapons. Um, whether it be swords and whatnot. Earlier in the game, obviously it's more regular. Later in the game, they've got a little bit more strength and a little bit more durability. Right, but you'll okay. be fighting enemies sometimes and you'll be like with your with your broadsword or whatever and like swing, 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 swing. Your sword is damaged. Swing, swing. Your sword breaks. Mm. Shit, i got to quickly jump into my menu, That'd grab another weapon on the annoying. fly. So you're constantly juggling between weapons because you're breaking things. You're picking up sticks, like in the low levels especially. Yeah. You're picking up bloody tree branches and fighting your way with that or um that would annoy me or bats and things so i think they probably could have dialed out the lifespan on some of the weapons a little bit more obviously as i said later in the piece like i think i'm about somewhere between maybe 15 to 20 hours in now and i've noticed the durability pain points from the first say five five to ten hours aren't as apparent 
but it's still noticeable sometimes especially when you've got a sword like swords are designed obviously to, to see you through battles for, for decades in in combat you know so fighting one enemy and then having it break you're just like, oh fuck you know that was the best sword I had now it's gone now I'm fighting this fighting this dude with a shitty staff that I just picked up five minutes ago like it's Weird. but I, I like that like there is that good element of risk reward you've got to be very calculated with your weapons especially using your bow and things like that yeah um, we're gonna have yeah. a hell of a time playing Minecraft together soon oh yeah yeah that, that'll <laughs> if probably if you hate that there you're gonna loathe it in Minecraft but yeah but um just the sheer scope of this game and just little little things that I'll be doing in the game I'll just sit back and go holy fuck this is so well put together the asset management on it like um, one example, I'm running around. Obviously, you've got your Sheikah Slate, which is like, it's almost like a, a Zelda-inspired Switch or smartphone, right? So this thing is your map. It's You go into it and it's your inventory management. Um, you can pinpoint areas. You can use it as sort of like a set of binoculars. It's, it's your little go-to cyber Swiss Army knife, right? Sheikah Slate. Sheikah Slate, that's the thing. And, and like, this is the device of like Legendary Warriors. So you roll in and you meet NPCs and like, oh, got the Sheikah slate you know you, you're a bit of a big deal rolling around with this thing on your hip oh yeah and um what kind of case does it have it's like black and orange mm. see mm. I get a better case than that yeah I, I haven't found um just go on the eBay inside uh the the servers are down in there the, ah. the wireless connection in Hyrule is not too good a lot of, lot of valleys ah. you know, low down well, just in don't there, buy so them from those kiosks they charge like 40 bucks for a piece of plastic yeah. it's so ridiculous but um there was this one one thing uh, I was running around um some area in the map and it starts raining right and I'm, i needed to get from point a to point b to get to this hut to pick up some stuff and i'm running 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 the rain is falling down weather effects are great the rain starts hitting the sheikah slate and it starts sparking and at first i'm like what the fuck anyway i'm still running 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 <laughs> then obviously because this is an electrical based device and it's sparking and whatnot and there's a thunderstorm so lightning's crashing all around then lightning whack hits me fucking instant death i'm like fuck okay whatever that's probably just a random one-off thing started again running 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 obviously it's electrical electrical product gets wet again starts conducting da, 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 zap so i'm like okay this is smart this is like you know dynamic weather effects playing into what i'm wearing da, da, da. so i waited out in this um in this like decrepit church until the rain subsides and i run out and it's all fine what do you have to do the whole time like how long are you waiting um i had to wait a couple of minutes like so it was legitimate so what were you doing sitting <laughs> literally sitting there pondering Fucking really? Yeah. But the, the odds of you getting struck by lightning more than once, like, I don't know, mm. seems a little bit unrealistic, especially since lightning is conducted at the highest point from the ground. I don't know. I if... was sort of on a hill. Mm, but okay. like, I guess because this thing is an electrical-based device and there's not many of them in this realm, I don't know. There's logic there somewhere, but I was just impressed by that little thing. Um, another, okay. another one. It does sound cool. That sounds like, all right. I'm running around with obviously you've got Good your working. torches torches with fire and I'm sort of skulking around and then there's a group of enemies so I sort of crouched in the grass to hide and because I've got a, a torch with fire on it the fucking grass around me caught fire so then I'm getting burnt hiding in this like <laughs> big thing of grass so I'm rolling out of there but because I've still got this torch, torch. with fire on it, I'm rolling out just creating further and further fire so I end up throwing this torch away and just, just ran out and watched this burn down this whole forest area Sort of things like that, like it's so well calculated and thought out where mm. the environment is destructible and it reacts to how you play. Yeah. You can use your sword to sort of cut down the grass, then you can um, collect insects and stuff out of there to then cook 
to make potions and, and, and buffs and things like that. So it's... Could they not see you with your torch? If oh, they could have. I, di- I didn't get... Torch. Yeah, I didn't get close. And, like, I wasn't, like, meter your way. Like, yeah. I was sort of, you know, maybe 30 meters back and they had their back turned to me. So it was all right. But okay. the... Just little things like that. I sit there and I go, this is so well thought out. Like, every little piece of this game universe is put there for a reason. It yeah. feels like it's not just, here's some filler here's a nice space to hide or whatever it's like depending on what you do in there the whole universe will change accordingly and and as time goes on when they get more and more updates more things like that will probably be added i'm guessing yeah and just yeah it's the sheer scope of this game is unlike anything i've played like i'm not a huge uh zelda guy yeah you know the last thing i've played i think in the zelda universe is ocarina of time way back when you know i've i dabbled on wind waker for about 10 minutes and that's about it between so i'm not of the ilk that Zelda is the greatest franchise known to man. So it's a bit more fresh-eyed for me coming into this. And especially where going from Horizon, I guess, where there was a little bit more hand-holding. You know, you've got a, yeah, a map going so. point A to point B, do this quest, uh, level up here, pick how you want to play there. Da, 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 and you get none of that in here. It's just such an opposite experience to what I've been used to and what I've been loving for the past, you know, two weeks. Yeah. But but I'm enjoying the challenge. I'm There's enjoying... a genuine sense of awe coming to yeah. you right now yeah yeah, like, yeah i is, feel that too you're, you're like he's like when you talk about horizon you're like really close to the microphone your eyes are lit up you're like a kid on christmas day <laughs> but now you're sitting you're pondering this like a man just, reflecting on the good years of his life just like 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 he's just working out god like <laughs> yeah yeah like you're really working like you've yeah. seen the face of god the, the miracle that is life yeah like, like really kind of breaking it down for what it is like i can't wait until one of you guys gets a chance to experience this game because yeah now he's talking it's like something. a true religious fanatic <laughs> <laughs> praise he's the link touching on uh horizon zero dawn one thing i did do this week that i forgot to mention man i killed redmore oh the, that's a battle the freaking thunderjaw yeah, that is a battle oh it sucked that, that thing sucked that so thing much, wrecked man. me i think i died maybe 10 to 12 times trying to kill him i it's this big tyrannosaurus rex like they have these mm. like these are like war tyrannosaurus rexes like these yeah. things have big like yeah. rocket launcher things on either shoulder yeah. and it goes from like a standard so stuff. say a mechanical dinosaur like not much bigger than a human to like a megazoid or something like that sure like, yeah it dwarfs you yeah. yeah yeah this is like the this is the it's the t-rex of the game aside from that big bird i hate that bird as well oh yeah that bird's a I don't want to drop the seat bomb here, but I'll be close. But Thundermore, yeah, do. pain in the ass. Because usually when I take down those two, sorry, Redmore, when I take yeah. down the Thundermores, you just get the things off their shoulders, the missile launchers, and then you just yeah. fire them back at them. Mm. And it's like half held instantly. But you only get one off this guy. Yeah. There's nowhere to hide. No. Nah. Mm. Nowhere to hide to like cheese it. Yeah. And, and your hawk companion just always gets knocked out. Yeah. Oh, your companion <laughs> she'll, she'll, sucks. She'll shoot five or six arrows and then she gets one shot and then she's out for like two minutes so then you're the sole focus of this thing it's a stupid <laughs> like it's a stupid fight i think it doesn't make a lot of sense that your arrows like i had to fling like 10 arrows to get it on fire and then it's burning but it's only doing like a tiny bit of damage i, and then I never use hide over like this stupid like inch of you know step where i can sort of get away from it yeah. anyway stupid fight I, I not used, the greatest thing in Horizon Zero. I used uh, ended up using the like the frost sort of almost slingshot and just sort of frost um, hit it with four of them 
um, becomes frozen, obviously, and then you that do like triple damage. damage right? yeah. yeah. And then you get the, I didn't have one of those. The, the bow and arrow that shoots the, like, it's almost like a pulse arrow and it actually yeah. shreds the armor off it. You just do that and then just. But yeah, that I fight did something was similar fucked. in the end. It's not great. Such a good battle. Yeah. I hated it. I don't think it's a good battle at all. Oh, it's just, it's hard as shit. Yeah, but oh, just give me something to hide behind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the, just the it's a metaphor for life, Sam. I'm always looking for things to hide behind. <laughs> always getting shit flung out. Sometimes there. when the T-Rex comes at you, just got to face it head on. Nah, duck and run. It's my motto. Uh, cool. Zelda, Horizon Zero Dawn. Life. Obviously, oh, we should probably touch base. We, we had a bit of a dabble last week. We played a bit of Bomberman oh, on the Switch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is some crazy, crazy fun. That will end friendships that game. Oh, yeah. That is like the switch version of you know yeah especially when you're Trump all using the same character skin and then oh, you can't great. work out who yeah. the hell is who yeah yeah my lordy we shouldn't have screwed up as many times as we did at the start i think no oh, it's man. fun it's a bit of a learning curve yeah when you die you're then lobbing the bombs at like other people and if you your you're, yeah, you're still them, in you the game back in. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. still in the game and that makes it even more fun yeah and we were definitely going after each other. It was getting intense. Yeah. I really think that dying straight away can be a tactic because you just put a bomb next to you, die, go around the veranda, if you will, <laughs> and throw <laughs> bombs at your teammates while they're all trying to get somewhere. Yeah. I'm, that's yeah, actually... I'm, I've never thought about that. That is probably a, pro- that's a solid really, tactic. Yeah. But it was fun. Like, I, like, I haven't played it since that. Yeah. And, and maybe there is a bit more of a fleshed out single player mode. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I could be very wrong, no. but I don't think this game's worth 60 bucks. I don't know. Bomberman 64 had I used a very to, solid single player mode and it was sick. I but used to play Bomberman fun. like crazy on Game Boy. I love that game. That's, yeah, it's brought yeah. back a lot of memories. But. We did play Snipper Clips as well. Yes. Which you want to talk about ending friendships. We were all very close. <laughs> we were all very close to calling you uh, probably THG quit right there. Cutting them up and stuff. No, it's not that. You did it a few times. Oh, I absolutely did it a million times. Mm. But that's not the thing that gets you. It is whenever there's a problem presented in front of three people, three people have different ideas about how to solve the problem. (laughs) It tests people's patience. That's why me and my wife can never play this game. Because, no. I, I will not be able to suggest anything. It was made harder. Like, one quick rule of thumb for anyone that does want to pick up snipper clips is it's either aimed to be played in two or four players we played with three and that still makes a fourth character in the game be controllable so one person has to juggle between two characters yeah you're just quick rule of thumb there make sure you've got an even amount of players because it's freaking hard doing the work of two characters yeah we did sort of screw ourselves over on this one puzzle where we forgot that you can cut Oh, like shake yes. the there was one puzzle the owl, really and we us. had to bounce the egg across into we the basket it. yeah we're doing it on hard mode yeah damn and that was gonna kill us but snipper clip still is one of the most fun games i've played in a long long time yeah. especially with with friends that could then be enemies playing this game 30 bucks off the nintendo store or enemies that could become friends yeah 30 bucks well any any switch owners you need snipper clips yes 30 bucks it's the best investment well there's not a lot of content out there so no doubt they've already come across it Mm. we're just saying get it yeah well they've they've, they've released a few more games this week um a few more of the little neo geo ports on there so i think there's on the australian store now i think there's 20 games available now for the switch so it's 
it's not a bad launch collection really and it's gonna progressively get updated over the next month or so like in the next month there's a ton more there'll be a few more in the releases later and then obviously at the end of april we've got mario kart 8 deluxe Sick. which is going to be great fun which played well when yeah. we tried it at rtx mm. Mm. yeah so it's been a good week we've been playing some stuff playing some stuff yeah so shall we talk some news headlines yes this week's news headlines so the first one i guess directly relating to what we just talked about is that the nintendo switch is the fastest selling console ever not only here in australia but also across the americas as well as europe this surprises me a lot yeah i thought the 360 would have been the biggest or the ps4 more ps3 no nintendo's fastest selling so oh nintendo's fastest selling yeah it would still be that's correct right it's not the fastest selling console it's nintendo's fastest selling console like that makes sense oh what's what are we comparing it against then were you we just the wii or even the nintendo ds 3ds ds well each generation of ds would be its own version of console wouldn't it like Mm. you wouldn't count them all together because i'm sure they'd just dwarf everything um ds had a pretty steady evolution though Mm. when it first came out everybody panned it really i I think og ds yeah i think one of the biggest things as well is that zelda breath of the wild outsold wii sports which was a throw-in for the wii (laughs) so not only the switch outsold the wii in the first week but the a game also outsold the external game yeah interesting so what are the numbers what people want do we have um, numbers brendan some some of the metrics um over in over in france you're a numbers guy uh the switch has sold 105,000 units um over in japan i think it was 88,000 units over the first two days um in the u.s i think it was about 150,000 so they're they're moving some numbers obviously mm. it's going to be interesting to see how it is 12 months down the line 18 months down the line yeah if they're still supporting if it's still got a good attach rate because um, I think that was the thing with with the Wii. Obviously, they've sold hundred plus million units on the Wii, but um, the early adopters, I think, it was a bit slow to take off. But then a few months in, it just went the Wii, yeah, yeah. You know, and then it sold like hotcakes because it was a gaming system for more casual gamers that wanted a little bit more further interaction and a bit more fun as opposed to was a PlayStation re- or Xbox. Was it released shortly before the PS3 and the Xbox 360 mm-hmm. as well? It was yeah. It was very close to those yeah. two console launches. It came out so. first and then the PlayStation and the Xbox. Interesting. Well, in spite of the crazy price point that the the uh, Switch has come out at, mm. it's still far too impressive. high. still far too high. But... Um, well, the people have spoken with their wallets yeah like and they say switch it up like there's there's a lot of there's a lot of hate out there like a lot of people are, are, are panning the dock you know Open how hate. you know how we touched on it last week people when they were the like streets. people on the streets you know the voice of the people um how they're saying that the dock is, is scratching the wii u i mean is not it? the wii u the switch really I didn't but know I, I did some further digging on it and the only marks that you might get are on the bottom where it actually attaches to the dock it's not like it scratches the screen because the surface, there's just 10 the mil either side of the screen so unless you're a bit stupid and you sort of rub it in and down the face which is or a human error it's sort of hard getting, uh, getting something caught in there like grains or yeah crumbs you, you didn't like let me touch your wii the other your switch sorry presumably because my grubby hands yes but, uh i do they have hooks in there where it hooks into place or does it kind of slide in it slides in so there's nothing kind of like 
keeping it from moving like left to right oh well it's it's, it's, in there. it's like magnetized on the bottom it sort of clicks in so it's not going to yeah. like pivot at like a 20 degree axis but it forwards could tip and backwards out, not presumably. really if yeah, I held it upside down it wouldn't tip out oh I'd say so I'm not going to try it guys what are we talking about give here? it a try but I want to see the twenty Brendan degree axis. I want to see if we can get Brendan to do it. You should give it a try. I, I think a lot of the. Video. I guarantee you more video. Don't listen to it. Do not look at his face. Do not listen to him. Yeah, I don't want to break it. He's I like my break it. You know, oh look, I'll buy you. Shit eating half no, green. I totally won't buy you. But a, a lot of the Still, um. Can someone tip their thing upside down and tell me if the magnet's strong enough? That's like mm. when you put the phone in the microwave to see if it charges better or something. It's like don't do that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but I, I think a lot of the the fire that's getting thrown Fuck, on the switch too, is right? just short sighted right. stuff. Like um, I, I know, funnily enough, we got caught out on it too when you when you slide the little little bumper tops onto the Joy Cons. Oh yeah, you got to marry up the pluses or the minuses. Yeah. So it's going to left right is um, so you oh, got plus right. to plus or minus to minus. And Jeez. obviously, if we read polarity. the manual, we would have seen that. But we just went whatever. <laughs> we could put this together, and we put did put Aussies. it on backwards. And a lot of people out there are like, oh, we've we've fucked this Joy-Con because we put this on the wrong way. And it was solid. Like, it was firmly yeah. on. Yeah, and it's, it's hard to get off. I was terrified because we joked all day, like last Saturday, that I was going to break your Switch. <laughs> and then I actually did that. <laughs> I was very, oh. very scared. Yeah, so, so maybe that's a bit of a fault on Nintendo's side on that regard. Maybe it should be more universal. But at the same time, I looked and it is in the manual saying this is how you do it. So... If we took the time read to read the that manual. beforehand, you know, I feel errors. like I feel like they could have been a little bit more. Um, I don't know. It could have been designed a little bit better because that's a pretty. Yeah, it felt correct. Like yeah. when I when I slipped that thing on, I felt like there's only one way to do this: slide mm. it in, and it's fine. Yeah. Mm. Why does it need to be reversible? Yeah. The dock. Why, why the dock is the dock is a bit flimsy and cheap. Like I did mm. sort of. Um, take it apart a little bit just to see what's in the back end of it and there's nothing what is yeah sorry just to explain it maybe to people who haven't seen it it's when you get the 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 switch controllers and you split them up into the smaller controller into the joy cons yeah into the joy cons there's a a slide on attachment that we're talking about here and it just gives you you bumpers bumpers on the top yeah yeah. so we fucked that up yeah (laughs) but but like the switch dock itself it's just like this black plastic the switch clicks into it, yeah, um, and then there's sort of like a little cable management on the back for your power and your HDMI. But it's just this cheap little PCB in the back, like it's it's nothing special. Like, um, obviously they're they're there to make money, so obviously cheaper manufacturing the better. But that part there, once I popped it apart and had a look at it, I'm like, this is kind of a bit cheap. Like the switch as a whole doesn't feel cheap. Like the system, yeah, um, feels great, looks good. The colors and the graphics, they're vibrant, they're clean. Um, the Joy-Cons feel okay. A little bit cheap feeling, I guess, because they're so small in your hand. Mm. But the Pro Controller, I've been playing a lot this week on the Pro Controller where I'll have the Switch um, out of the dock using little kickstand, just sitting on a table or whatever else and just playing off the off the Pro Controller and that feels great. Yeah. feels so good. The Pro Controller, 100 bucks is still way too much for it, but yeah. it actually feels sturdy. The buttons are nice and tactile. Um, it's a solid controller. Have you played it in any cool zany places yet, like a basketball court or an aeroplane? I played it in my car. Hey, um, while driving. In the back, like, like <laughs> no, I was attached to the back of like the neck. Down, down in Canberra the other week, I was in between meetings, and um, I got to this next meeting super early because there's no traffic in Canberra. Like, you get held up for 35 seconds in peak hour sort of thing. They call that the uh, public service Grand Prix. 
15 minutes of hell. Do they really? Yeah. Well, there you go. Okay. <laughs> well, the the peak hour in Canberra. Yeah. So I avoided the uh, Parliament House. Yeah. I avoided the, the public service Grand Prix. Got to this meeting and I had like half hour to kill. Yeah. Had my switch um, in my in my work bag. Took it out and I sat the switch up on the on the front dash of the car. Little kickstand out. Got my um, pro controller out and I was just sitting in the driver's seat playing a bit of Zelda as I waited for half an hour. That was pretty cool. Just playing it anywhere. <laughs> packed it away. <laughs> you do. You get really like excited talking about it. It's he's the hard. mobile nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then I packed it away and went and did my work or whatever else. But you were thinking about Zelda the entire time. I was. But apart from that, <laughs> the only other place I did play Zelda on the toilet just to say I can, and I did. That's the only just other time. To say that you can. Yeah. Oh my god. Of course god. you can. I know. I could play Zelda on the toilet with a sixty-four. Just because I can. Oh, yeah, see that? No cables. Okay, you know what? The one you're laying. You know how people do challenges where they're like, I'm going to play Dark Souls with the Donkey Kong controller or I'm going to, you know, do uh, this game with the dance mat. You should do Ocarina of Time start to finish only when you're shitting. No, that would be... That would be... Uh, like one... That's a lot of gameplay. That's a, that's yeah. a lot of toilet I know. time. That's I know. Of time. That's like technically you can complete that game if you speed run it and you know what you're doing. You can complete it in 18 minutes. I think the record. That's was. a half. That's or a maybe half, half an hour. Ridiculous. Or something. It's crazy. That's you should ridiculous. see. You should see the speedrunners. People are already starting to speed run Zelda yeah. Breath of the Wild. Like I haven't looked into any of it, but I saw it circulating on Twitch the other day. Could like, not be as God. broken as Ocarina. Like the shit that people do in Ocarina. It's like, how did you work that out? Mm. They're backflipping backwards the whole time because it's faster. They know like how to angle into walls at certain times they know that mm. like if i go through this door after like doing xyz over here it'll take me to this room instead of this room fucking brilliant brilliant yeah. people anyway that was a good little news bit that was so the switch it's switches it's got some good attach rates so far like people are keen people are early adopters overall the response out there has been pretty positive um i think the biggest bugbear is that the the launch lineup was a little bit undercooked but They've sort of come out and said, hey, we've got all these other titles this year, all these indie titles. We've got Mario, we've got Mario Kart, we've got this, that, the other. Like yes. it's, it's good to see. It's nice. good to see. And I don't regret it. I've, I still, no, no. you know, 10 days in or whatever since I picked it up, I haven't got any regrets of buying this thing. That's good. Hmm. That's we're, we're, not, we're not at that stage yet. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you're watching that like a hawk. You're not going to have, reg- like, let's just put that out there. You're not going to have regrets, but... Oh, like, I think it could be a no shelved... Yeah, sometimes I go, fuck, I wasted money on that. Yeah, no. I haven't seen you do that much, though. I, I know I wasted money on that hyperdeck. I've used that once and I haven't seen it in about six months. Well, that's oh, because buddy. you gave it to Dusty. Like, that's your fault. Oh, wait, is that where it is right <laughs> yeah, now? It's still you may oh, have used gonna, it a little bit more if you had it. I claim that. Maybe. Yeah. No, I'm claiming that. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, by the way, they're it's only like for 400 ship. bucks shipped now. Yeah. They've gone down again in price. Mm. Um, shout out to our friend Digital Hype Go and check him out on Facebook Check him out Something else was announced this week Gran Turismo Sport have come out and said There's going to be a closed beta For US based PSN accounts uh, From March the 17th My thought process is Who the fuck cares <laughs> No one cares about Gran Turismo anymore No no it does have its own Cult following especially in Japanese circles It's considered the game of games For racing oh. i really don't think it is that is that is i don't doubt any of that for a second like i doubt factual, all of that the factual uh like basis of that what he just said i don't doubt it at all what mystifies me is how he knows it 
That's what Because he's in that circle me. I am in that circle Yes yeah. In the very <laughs> outer ring Of that circle You but pulled no. that out of your ring That's as close as it gets To the facts here <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong It's just I. Well, you, had, I don't <laughs> if, know. you can't For it's, its day When it came out When <laughs> it came out said. on PlayStation Safely on No one can prove me wrong Yeah <laughs> Safely on that side yeah. It should be a poly Yeah When it came out In it's day It was Known as You know I quote the real life driving simulator, right? And it yeah. was a top tier driving game, but it's been left behind. Like Forza has left this thing in its dust and things like drive clubs, even more true to life and more realistic. That game that came out last year called Assetto Corsa, which is probably the most realistic car driving game that I've personally played. But I, I have a theory that Gran Turismo maybe was not, I think it was successful. It was. I, I, I can't back that up. I just, my feeling on the game through the history of gaming, it was the Gran Turismo was successful. It was a, it was as true uh, a simulation of driving as you could get at the time that it was prominent, like one, two, and three. I'm talking about. I think games like Need for Speed Underground were just so much more fun in the wake of like your Fast and Furious culture coming up. The people just gravitated towards that shit. Well, yeah, five see, to ten years. Need for Speed Underground. Gran Turismo got left behind. Need mm. for Speed Underground popularity peaked as. Fast and the Furious movie came out, yes. so that all came out at the, at the right time. Grand yeah, Tur- as that's me, what I think happened as the a diehard game. Gran Turismo player. It became <laughs> like an absolute just addiction ah. to to mod the cars, not even race the cars, just mod the cars so they were faster and could handle better. And I, I just got absolutely obsessed with it, you know, to the point where I was like, "Oh, I'll do this endurance race for forty five minutes to win a muffler." Like that was my level of thinking with it so i just think it's different it's a different way of i think no yeah it is i it's been left behind you know what i didn't like about gran turismo is that you could go through the game and do your hardest to build the best car whatever but if you did a certain endurance race you just got an f1 car and that was the best car in the game and nothing could ever beat it so it was like game over yeah so Mm. those were the days my my Them's biggest annoyance days. with Gran Turismo was the fact that there was no damage on the vehicles for so many of these franchises. Like you just pinball off off a barricade. Well, that's the same as I mean, Need for Speed. Oh, I like at that. Best year. No, but you, you crunch up your cars and you you know scratch them and windshields get broken. No, I didn't like, like and, that. and you can't call the game a real life driving simulator when it bounces off things like a dodge yeah, car. Yeah, but this is this is like. And I know a lot of it. 2002. No, but a lot of no. Even in the the later iterations, it was the same. There was no there's no damage. Yeah, and I know a lot of this stems from the car licenses. Obviously, you know when you when you sign up Ferrari to use their F F50s and whatever else. Obviously, Ferrari don't want to show their cars smashed to bits. So probably they'll turn around and say no. Well, they want to show this thing in the best light. You know, with the Mm. the sun glistening off the hood and all this shit. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand with Reese on this. Only because I feel like he knows. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, because he's he's in the <laughs> in the GT I'm circuit. I'm in the circles, mate. I'm in the yeah, circles. Out of rim, but he's still on mm. the rim. Mm. <laughs> I'm far outside of it. Mm. Driving games are not my thing. No, nah, Gran Turismo is just a, a franchise that needs to evolve because it's dying. Well, how do you evolve? You just become Forza. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like they're just, just like, get a no, better soundtrack. That's oh, it. The, the soundtrack to Gran Turismo is always good. But I think like, the more intricate modding of the cars is the best way to go. Yeah, but this... Like, Gran Turismo Sports has been pushed back. This was meant to be uh, out, I think, this time last year. And now they're doing a beta 12 months later that's US closed locked. off. Let's talk about that for a sec. If you're not in the United States, you can still get a PSN 
Yeah, you just need, you just need to account. grab just yourself a US-based address. Just yeah. Google anything. Just get the same one you had for... Paragon? Paragon. I, I have a Beverly Hills-based address because I'm apparently a baller on my US PSN account. Baller in Australia, baller in his fantasy place mm. in the United States That's as well. It. So it can be done. It's easy. The only thing then is tying a PayPal or a credit card to make purchases is a bit funky. So you might just have to buy... Um, either your, your PSN time cards or your PSN, you know, twenty or fifty dollar um, purchase cards. Buy them on, buy them digitally, and then just input the code. Here's one for you: books. Do you read them? Yes. So, apparently, if you have a Kindle and a US-based Amazon account, you do not read books. I do. Hold on. We'll ask him about the books. We'll make him prove it in a sec. But if you have a US-based Amazon account, you can get books. So much cheaper than what you buy them for here. Oh yeah! If you get them on the Kindle, yeah, digital download saves you from having to do the dodgy, which you can't do in Australia anymore. Apparently, I feel like it's too much effort. I can't be bothered doing the. But you, you would. I figured you'd be like Saint US Amazon because, or Saint Saving at least, because you save like tens of dollars per book. Which is a lot. Tens of dollars. That's yeah, good. but like that's... Uh, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I know what you mean. Prices may vary. But like, you're saving a substantial amount of money. You're saving like, I don't know, 20, 30, 40%. Yeah. Which if you read a lot, like that's totally worth okay, it. Okay. But I'm like, if I want a book, I don't want to order it online. I just want to like... You want a paperback. Yeah. I, I'm that's the same. My, that's my job. I'm the same. Like I've got paperback. Like going I don't, to I don't want shop. like... I like the thought and the convenience of having a Kindle or an equ- equivalent ebook reader, whatever. Yeah. And having... A library of them at your fingertips twenty four seven. There's, a, there's a certain arrogance that comes with having a paperback book these days. Uh, I, I love it. I love it. To I do be... too. But like when I read on like say the train, part of me is conscious of the fact that I'm reading on a train. Yeah, because you want to look hot in that's front it. of girls. Yeah, that's it. Educated with your khaki shirt. It's great. It. It's a great look. Mm. Khaki, double breasted. There needs you to could be put Kindles a... in either of those pockets. Could probably <laughs> just rocking double much. Kindles. <laughs> just make a vest out of Kindles. This is fiction. I was thinking about tattoo ideas, say, because of the tattoo expo. Two Kindles? And I thought, what if I just got two hands tattooed over my... Well, my, like Janet Jackson's pecs. My pecs, yeah. Is that weird? Yes, yes because okay. that would be like Janet Jackson. <laughs> what is, what is the like, reasoning behind this? Just, I don't know, I want to get a weird tattoo. That's pretty you've weird. You've already got so I think you've, some weird you've, tattoos. You've picked the winner. <laughs> Not weird, just regretful. <laughs> two oh. regretful tattoos. Just get a bunny rabbit spreading its butt cheeks over your belly button. That's a good one. Gosh. Okay, maybe. It's a good one. It's not a no. No. What else you got for us, Brendy? Yeah. Uh, it's it's just the land of the beta, apparently. So <laughs> registrations are currently <laughs> open for Quake Champions. Oh, okay. Head on over to quake.bethesda.net and you can register for the beta, which is apparently going to be starting in the next two to three weeks. Wonderful. We'll PC see the same only pipe. for now. Keep that in mind, console players. Mm. But I've registered. I obviously don't know if I'll get in or not. They didn't sort of um, say if it's going to be open amount of players they want to try and get in in this first batch. Mm. Hopefully, one of us can get in and we can play it and give some early feedback. Mm. Um, it's playable all this weekend at PAX, from what I'm aware of, at PAX East over there at the moment. So we'll probably see some hands-on opinions trickle out over this weekend. Great. Quake's cool. Yeah. I like playing Quake in Melbourne at the ACMI. They have PC set up with a LAN set up with the old school Quake. Really? Yeah. Very cool. Very fun. Totally free as well if you're a bit of a cheapskate. <laughs> That's me. 
or just broke that's me uh yeah so that's cool i don't know that quake will take anything away from overwatch team fortress two sorry tf2 that's the one we're waiting on right or new team fortress well, they've already got Team Fortress. Yeah, TF2's already Yeah, not TF2. The one they announced last year at E3. I don't know. That's not Quake they Champions, They announced Quake it? Champions. Oh, is yeah. it Quake Champions? Yeah. Fuck, I'm way off. Yeah. All right, well, this is the one that looked a lot like looked, Overwatch. Yeah, and Unreal Tournament. And Unreal Tournament. Yeah, so any, any Quake fans out there or FPS fans? Like, all the characters have special moves now. Yeah. yeah like, ultimates or just, whatever they call yeah, them. Yeah, they're not just kind of skins. Mm couple of other announcements that dropped this week. So Outlast 2, the uh, first-person survival horror made by Red Barrel Games, is going to be releasing on April 25th on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. That was our first ever combined Let's Play, doing that Outlast 2 demo. Ah, true Available on YouTube.com forward slash we are 8 bit Watch us get scurred. That was a thing. That was a thing. That was a real thing. Yeah, so maybe when the game comes out, maybe we'll... We'll dip oh, our toe again. No. Nah, Sam and horror doesn't work very well, does it? doesn't work at all, man. doesn't go well with my anxiety. <laughs> Especially in VR. Yeah, yeah. That, that video. It's actually, you, like, you really dialed it up as well for the Outlast thing. Like you drew the curtains and you, or like you put them down and yeah, you made sure it was like super dark. Yeah. Um, mad headphones from mm. Audio Technica. Shout out to Audio Technica. Shout out. Um, yeah, you really dialed it up for us, so yeah, thank so, you. So we need to Still get some living. more gameplay of us, or let's plays of us playing these types of games. Yeah, it's good fun. Sure. Good fun. Something else is good fun that I know Curbs is excited for. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dawn of War 3, dropping April 27th on the PC. Severely underrated game. If you haven't played Dawn of War stuff before, the first and the second one are definitely miles apart in terms of their style of gameplay. Personally, I prefer the second one. They've just gone down in price on the Steam uh, website, so get on it. Uh, I believe the Master Collection is 10 bucks. That's pretty good. That's a great amount of money there that you can spend. Um, let's talk a little bit about Dawn of War 3. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about it. I've seen a bit of gameplay on it. Obviously, I've been watching it very closely. I've signed up for the beta. Mm-hmm. I believe I will be a part of that beta. Um, I'm Me too, excited, but also cautious um haven't seen a lot of the space marine human race be demonstrated a lot of it is the uh tyranids uh, not tyranids the um the elder elder mm. yeah yeah it's been a big focus on them from yeah what I've seen in all the trailers and stuff but um i'm still gonna play it i love the style and you know relic games for me i think are severely underrated if you've ever played company of heroes dawn of war 2 is a very similar um experience to that so minimum uh, requirements for Dawn of War 3 minimum 64 bit Windows 7 3 gigahertz or i3 or equivalent 4 gig of RAM and a 1 gig NVIDIA GeForce or DirectX 11 video card so it's pretty 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 low bar yeah, yeah. for a minimum did um, you get those those insider tips from uh, one of those Gran Turismo meets no by chance no no I didn't talking tech why would I no, you're tuning cars. It's mechanical. They use computers to tune cars. Maybe you started talking about so Dawn of really War Seeing connections there, where there are connections. Really oh, there's connections. Put down the pin board, I'm going to call you Stretch Armstrong. Um, <laughs> great band. Great toy. <laughs> the, re- <laughs> the recommended great. For once, specs. I'm not the instigator <laughs> or the enabler. Okay. Rec- recommended specs. <laughs> recommended specs. 64-bit Windows 10. 3 gigahertz i5 or equivalent. 8 gig of RAM. 
two gig NVIDIA GeForce card. But they recommended specs. That's recommended. It's not uh, not in, not amazing, you know. It's not, I, mm. I love that. It's great. But um, yeah, all smiles over here. Yes. Yeah, they're good games, man. And oh, you've definitely been so on much. the on the Dawn of War bandwagon for a number of years. Yeah. It's like probably the one game outside of Gran Turismo, of course, that I associate <laughs> with you, though, so clearly, <laughs> is Dawn of War. Oh. Every internet cafe night we'd go out to, you'd obviously be up for it. But they are good games. I Getting on that Imperial two. Devastator is I, just amazing. The I laser played tank. one, and I remember... Uh, what's the what are the the Necrons is the Necrons Necros Necros uh, it's kind of like they Necrons, have pyramids yeah. and uh, they're metal metal dudes y- yeah, they yeah, yeah, look metal, like yeah Terminators yeah, yeah 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 I remember playing them you have to attach everything to your base yeah um, yeah so that was the that was the first one was base building but mm. they did away with that in the second one and really? became hero yeah. hero based where you level up the hero uh, so it's and like an rts just point and click yeah. run around yeah so but there's no, still heroes you've in got this to again. activate the um the different abilities of each hero and it's squad based so the thing i loved about it is that you had four different heroes in your team and one of them was a sniper one of them was yeah. a demolitions expert one of them was a hand-to-hand and one of them was a mm. um dps so it's like you would activate the different one guy had a turret one guy had a spider mine it was like setting up the different traps for enemies and stuff i loved it man i love that game see so you, you say all of that and mm. the one thing i just think is how much i love warcraft 3's campaign mode yeah which is very similar yeah it's like yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that yeah. for sure uh, yeah i'm I'd, sick i'm just right. waiting door three i just, saw, I just want him to announce chaos because that's that's what brought me back into dawn of war when they did the chaos expansion in yeah. dawn of war 2 yeah they were always my boys um going back to the, the physical the miniatures, miniatures yeah uh, they haven't announced them yet at this stage for three. Obviously, it's only Space Marines, Eldar, and the Orcs. Well, they're notorious for doing um, expansions, yeah. so I imagine... Sneaky, sneaky. I would personally love to see the Tau Empire be introduced. Mm. The Tau Empire were the guys who were loosely based on the droid army from Star Wars, mm. Um, mm. and they're a little bit sort of mecha-looking. Roger, Roger. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> I would love to see those guys be introduced because I, I really mm. always love the aesthetic. Well, well they're bringing in these big walker units as well, you see. <laughs> the like, mega knobs. The mega knobs. Because the, they're the, the, yeah, the, the big go- guys on the on the orc side. Yeah. They're literally called the mega knobs. And I tweeted... The gorkonauts is what they're calling their, their big sort of um, <laughs> I, yeah. destroyer. I tweeted the Relic knights and I was like, I can't wait and to... Imperial knights. Literally say release the mega knobs <laughs> like <laughs> you say that most weekends don't you yeah well it's just every day really turn a couple of candles on or light a couple of candles even <laughs> turn a couple of candles this <laughs> is 2017 mate. <laughs> is yeah there is electric candles the future yeah what's a zazzy beats she is an actress what <laughs> zazzy beats yeah so on, on the next one Yes. Oh, so you, sorry. <laughs> Don't let me take it away from you. Zazzy beats. Oh, go. No, I didn't Give it a crack, it. Sam. You go butchered on. it already. I, so. I didn't even see the second Keep half Keep carving of that it up. Line. And over to our live cross to Sam Abraham with some news regarding Zazzy beats. So Zazzy beats, famous for her roles in other movies she starred in. Is, <laughs> is, I think she's most locked into cracking stuff. Sorry, go on. <laughs> you wanna... she, she's currently starring in Atlanta. She's okay. one of the characters ah, in Atlanta. Gotcha. So she's been cast as Domino for Deadpool 2. Domino. Ah. Which one's Domino? Domino is like this um, crew. Like they, they put her through trials and she's like this perfect weapon. So she's like this super assassin, mm-hmm. really. Um, she she partners up with Deadpool. You know, they do stuff in X-Force and a whole other, other few things as well. Is she a goodie, a baddie, 
or a kind of goodie bag. Oh, well, they're that anti- they're all sort of anti-heroes, you know. Mm. Yeah, they're all that good when it suits them. Generally, sons of bitches, funny, sarcastic, violent, whatever. Like, uh. but yeah, I don't I don't know too much about Zazie Beats. I still haven't watched a single episode of Atlanta. So, um, I feel like I have to. Everyone keeps saying you should. Sam mm. would like it. I don't think Brendan would like it. Mm. There you go. Mm. Okay. What I am like, and on the TV spectrum, the fifth episode of Legion just aired yesterday or Thursday. Fuck, that show's good. What's that about? It's about David Haller, who is, if you're going, they haven't directly joined the dots in the show yet, but he is the son of Professor X and another lady. He's like known as or seen as one of the most powerful mutants in the universe from mm. the X-Men universe. Mm. Um, but, you know, they, they like growing up, he feels like he's got all kinds of mental illness because he's hearing voices and blah, blah, blah. But it's actually he's got multiple personalities in his mind with multiple powers. So he's just this super strong guy that can right. teleport, move items, um, go to different universes, da, 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 da. The whole works, but it is so good. It's a more of a darker, more serious, grounded tone you know, similar to you know what Deadpool and Logan are having success with now in this superhero realm, where they're touching, you know, a bit more raw subjects, and it's a lot less kitty and and more serious tonally, mm. and mm. like there's still some light-hearted moments in it, but it is so good. Watch it seriously. I've been harping on this for five weeks now. What? Check who? it out. Uh, who owns like the X Men property cinematic? Fox. Fox. And Fox did Deadpool. Yes. Okay. All right. So that explains why there's such a shift in tone. Yeah. Right. Did we get a um, confirmation on Cable? Because I heard there was. They still haven't announced the casting yet. I I heard it was, it was gonna old be, mate um, from Stranger Things. From Stranger Things. Yeah. Hopper. Yeah. He's done. Who's in Australia for some yeah, reason? Him with, and him and Eleven are here for yeah. Supernova or something. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it might be. Nice. Mad. Um. Yeah. He he did a reading I think last week. I could see him in the role, but I don't know I if can. he's gruff enough. I could see him as McCree in the Overwatch movie. Yes. <laughs> He'd be perfect as McCree. I know, right? Um, sort of plays that role in Stranger Things, doesn't he? Where yeah, he's a sheriff. Yeah, yeah, true. That's but who he is. Yeah, I, I like Cable. Ron Perlman would be a great Cable. Ron Perlman's Ooh, too old. Nah, too old. No, but Cable is old, and he's no, got silver Perlman's, hair, and he's Ron old Perlman's and grizzled and gritty. Too old. No, nah, he doesn't have doesn't old, have the body. Man. I love Ron, but no, nah. he doesn't have the body. Yeah, you're right. He's not. He was a weird Hellboy. But he's a big oh, man. He's amazing. Hellboy. He's like a now. He's like a especially post Sons of Anarchy. He's like a burly man. Yeah, but that's who he's Cable got is. Gut. Bro, if I'm thinking Cable, I want to see. Not that I have a like a horse in the race on this thing, but what's what's his name? Dolph Lundgren. That's a Cable. Bro. He's even older than Ron Perlman. Well, he can I think. still sling it together, man. He, he, he's uh, got the aesthetic for it. I yeah. agree. Give yeah. him some silver hair, and I. But him, I don't know if he has the Charlie, acting chops. Let him run. Don't know if he has the acting he chops. Act. The other, the other one that they he keep throwing around he is the the old guy, the main antagonist from Avatar. He's the other guy that they're constantly oh. parading, and he'd fit that because he's fucking. He jacked. looks like okay. He looks like the the main guy from that movie, Small Soldiers. <laughs> he does. That's voiced by Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> yeah, Chip, the lead guy. Chip. Yeah, I love that film. Tommy Lee Jones. Nah. For cable. No, no, Who's no. the guy we were talking about the other week? We we're talking about suits. Yes. And there was there was that guy who was also um, in like a killers film clip. Um, I don't remember talking about the killers film clip. Yeah, he, he's I in can it barely though. remember oh, what happened this um, morning. Eric Roberts. Yeah, Eric Roberts. Eric Roberts for cable kind of works. Maybe. 
maybe not as big, Care but you know, for cable. everyone mm. can get on the, the roids these days and just pump up. Yeah. Just, just balloon a little bit. Yeah. You can do it. He's It'll be interesting old. when that comes out. Very interesting. So 2018 is when Deadpool 2 drops. So they're going to have to cast someone soon. <sighs> Such a long wait. Who would you want to see in it? I saw like fan art of Kira Knightley as Cable the other day. No. Nah, they also did her as Domino as well. Oh, really? Yeah. She would have worked as Domino. But um, some of the fan art... Boss Logic's already... You know, he's pumping out fan art left, right and centre. He's of, so good. Of sort of the, the comic geeky universe with actors. And he's already done one of, um, of Zazie Beats and it looks great. Mm. Check it out. I think it's just Boss Logic, all one word on Instas, Twitters, the like. Does some great stuff. Immortalise myself and Kirby forever too. So. There you go, yeah. Thank I've you, brother. Piece. Oh, God, I was so close to pulling that out the other day. The My Wolverine one? Yeah. <laughs> Brendan got commissioned to work where it's him as Wolverine, and it is amazing. It's cool. It looks great. I'd like to see I Sam. I want to share it. Sam as Tracer. Just like <laughs> With a little cute butt. Yeah. yeah <laughs> little butt that. sticking out. I can do that. The bastard's here. <laughs> Is that the cavalry? Yeah. Is that, is, that a, is that a play on the cavalry yeah. here? That's, <laughs> That's great. That's great. Is that how you see me? You're a lovable bastard. Oh, oh man, you're breaking my heart. That's all right. Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. Playing Sick. Domino in Deadpool 2 at 2018. Mad. The last bit of news for this week um, ties into Destiny 1 slash Destiny 2. Uh, so Destiny 2 obviously has been confirmed to be released sometime in 2017. Yep. Uh, the various uh, producers of the game have come out and confirmed that character experience will not carry over from Destiny 1 to Destiny 2. They are saying that aesthetics, um, so say character model, race, um, your, your markings, your, your face stylings, your hairstyle, all that, you can import that. So People you can still have the same look, the same armor shaders. So if you did do a lot of hard work in, in Destiny 1 and did all the raids, got all the high-end gear, you will be rewarded and acknowledged for that they will be on release of destiny 2 certain shaders or or certain um avatar icons or whatever they call it you know how you've got your your banner yeah over yeah. over your name and your level point your little so, flag thing yeah so there'll be your some emblem. unique sort of um acknowledgements and hat tips for for the hard work that destiny players did put into destiny 1 mm. there has been a bit of initial uproar but I, I think it's dumb like why would you want to start max level in a whole new game anyway Especially, it's a whole new universe, so it's yeah. new worlds, new enemies, all that stuff. So, start fresh, but it's if you can experience. carry your look through, I like that idea. That you new can, journey. Yeah. Mm. You guys big Destiny players? I know we were hard out for a little while, Sam. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. I, I don't mind it. Mm. I never got into it as much as everybody else did, but um, there is a few people that I do know that are hardcore Destiny players that are very pissed off with this revelation that they're going to have to somewhat start again but I, I see it the same way you do is it's a new experience and i wonder how much of it's transferable as well anyway like you have your classes in destiny at the moment mm. and i don't none I of that's transferable anything. from what i've heard it's new classes yeah see i new classes new abilities then how do you transfer any of it and it's unfair to get an experience boost because you're you know great at destiny one it doesn't work like that for any game. You don't even the Witcher, right? Even when you trade saves into the Witcher, like from two to three. Mm. Sorry to keep going back to that. Well, but like, you, yeah, you, you just you start. You, you bring from, cool shit, but you don't. Yeah, bring you start like from level base 100. level on your experience. And yeah, yeah. I I I admire that the the developers and whatnot there at Bungie are taking the time to at least say let's let's still 
carry some of your hard work and your effort through where you can still live the life of character x that you created and, and plug them into this new universe and still look the same way obviously it'll play differently with new classes and abilities and whatnot I, let's be let's be real as well it's not a fucking hard grind compared to many other games <clears throat> destiny is going to be one of the easiest grinds it's very accessible had. especially later in the piece yeah um obviously with the with the later expansions where um when you bought what was the king yeah i'm having a mental blank fallen king forsaken king the taken king taken king Yes. When, when you buy the Taken King expansion and you had uh, an item in your inventory where you could level, like start a new character and drop this item and you'd be straight away jumped to level 25. Yeah. So you can avoid all the all the bottom end crap and get straight into the raids and the, the more higher end yeah. stuff. So on the back of that announcement with the Destiny 2 carryover, they've also confirmed that in the last patch for Destiny 1, they're going to be leveling up all the previous raids. So House of Wolves, Vault of Glass, so on and so forth. They're going to pull all them up to level 400 for your light level. So then the old original version 1 raids, I guess you could call them, are worth going back and playing them because it's going to be an adequate challenge for the max light level guys. You can get higher light level weapons and armor. So that's cool. For a free-to-play game, it's done well. Like They've serviced it very well over the last two years. Mm. Yeah, they've, they've created a good universe. Obviously, the story is paper thin. There's been um, a lot of back and forth between the community and Bungie as well. A lot of crazy shit gone down between those two rival groups, those rival gangs. But yeah, it's come good. Hmm. Yeah. Just give us fucking Sparrow Racing and we'll be happy. <laughs> I, All I, the time, not as a timed event. I didn't even take part in the timed event. Like, I, I, I don't give a like, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, I guess it's a good disconnect from from raiding and grinding it's and all that fun, crap though. when you jump on your sparrow to like cross a map it handles well mm. it handles nicely the true racers take part in gran turismo trials though that's the thing we don't waste our time with sparrows be in those rims. and race on the rebuttal no you gotta, you gotta he, be in the rims he agrees you gotta grab him in the ring rims yeah well that's it yeah I suppose it's very easy for you on the outside Brendan to poke holes at it but mm. once you're inside that's, in Grand, that's where it's in Gran Turismo or in Sparrow Racing? In the GT rims, bro. Uh, that's when it's real. You know I, I mean? I'm in the inner circles real. of Forza. Forza. That's where the real Forza racing doesn't comes from. Inner circles, I don't think. Um, Forza. Sorry, I think you're reaching again. I've never played Forza. It's Stretch good. Armstrong. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, you know what else is good? Gran Turismo. <laughs> it was good. It was good. Past tense. Past tense. Well, you know. You know. I do know. <laughs> I also no, know that there's a slew of games coming out no this week. News. A slew. A slew. Tell me about your slew. So we're talking about the calendar week that is March 13 through 20. So on March 14th, Danganronpa 1 and 2 Reload is on PS4. Mm-hmm. Star Trek Bridge Crew finally releases on a couple of other platforms on March 14. Any, any on the Rift there? and the Vive. Any interest on that one? I've thought of it it's, it's 80 bucks though. Mm. I don't know if I'm going to get 80 bucks worth of nah, entertainment so. and experience out of it. Like yeah. I I'd like Star um Star Trek. I like that universe. I'm more of a Star Wars guy. Obviously they're the two yeah. sci-fi universes that have warring it, <laughs> warring it's factions it's and whatnot. <laughs> you know um what's the Kobe Mushi whatever it is the training exercise they do in the first Star Trek reboot film? Mm-hmm. I think that's what this is. Oh, okay. Maybe. No, I mean, like, that's what I feel like. Envision it would be. Yeah, just like shit, basically. (laughs) 
boring. It looks boring. You just yeah. sit on the chair and because you wouldn't move, would you, Stuart? No, you'd be some people just pretty stationary. You might move your hands around. Or have that. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm sure to go down big with the mm. Eve Online crowd. Oh. Yeah, and you know, being able to like sit there and be like going engage or like yeah. Yeah. you know take us home, Mister Sulu or whatever the hell mm. you know whatever other catchphrase. Maximum. Yeah. Beam me up, you know, Scotty. so for the Star Trek, the Trekkies, not the Star Trekkies. The Trekkies. The Trekkies out there will probably love this. You know, they can they can wear their their Star Wars. Outfit. Oh fuck, not Star Wars. Star Sorry, Sanders. Trekkies. <laughs> yeah, the the yellow or red skivvies and um, you know, <laughs> dropping gauges in their lounge room all day long. So nice. Hmm. What else is nice is Sticks Shards of Darkness comes out on March the fourteenth on PS4, Xbox One, and the PC. Mm. Senran Kagura Peach Beach Splash on March the 16th on the PlayStation 4 and the last one The Binding of Isaac Afterbirth Plus drops on the Switch on March 17 so it was originally meant to be a launch title pushed it back two weeks God knows why but it's still out it's the game that just March keeps on making money the 17 yeah it's been a, it's been quiet but it's been there for like what three years mm. it's just humming 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 mm. love to be those guys mmm so no no events this week there's nothing doing it's barren just play some games go watch logan a few times yeah go watch logan just on events last week um i didn't talk about this but um in sydney we had uh the monthly ysb york street battles which is held by the guys at osado it's like the fighting game tournament how'd you go i got there so fucking late <laughs> that i wasn't um i was You're too banned. late to compete <laughs> I was too late, mm. um, but I got to have a bit of a bit of a play later in the the evening. It was good fun watching the guys play Tekken and Street Fighter. The guys here are so good, man. Better than so you. So much talent. People fly from all over Australia to come to this thing. Whoa! Like they don't make it to every single one. They run at the last kind of Saturday of every month thereabouts. But people certainly come from interstate just to like play there, and you, you see so many good dudes there, man. Mm. Good guys and gals there playing uh, the best games in the world. Tekken 7 and then other fighting games. Is there another event coming up soon? Yeah, you I, think, I think the 24th of March. Okay. I think. Just check it out online. Osdo. Yeah, I think it's osdo.net.au I think is their website. Right? I think so. You can find it if you go Osdo uh, on Google. If you, mm. if you yeah. go that. Or, or Firefox. Go, go York Street Battles <laughs> on Google. Bing maybe. Nah. Bing. Bing. Yeah, you could do Bing. God, I would unfriend someone who actively uses Bing. You have to use Bing in my office if you... Um, really? Do you just like a lot of people do because they don't have the... You feel like you've got access. something on your skin when you're using Bing. It's like, oh, it's not working. Mm. Yuck. I don't but think I've ever used it, a, so I, I can't... I've got I, no horse here. I think it's like big now in companies because it's not tied into a mail server. So it's safer than, say, Gmail and Google where you can hook your Gmail in and send secret documents to your personal account. Mm. Nah, mean. Nah, mean. Nah, mean. I do. On that internet cybersecurity train. Yes, yes. So we are going to open up the mailbag. It's been some time since we've dove into this because we seem to just rant more and more and more in our episodes. Going deep in that bag. Ah, oh. sound effects. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's right. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this letter reads, Hello, hope life is treating you well. It was lovely to meet you all at RTX and I had a great time catching up. It was awesome. It was also really good to hear your voice against the wider media who simply don't get 
in brackets get games and will trash on them at any chance they get whenever the major networks do a story about tech or pop culture conventions they're always laughing and taking the piss it's frustrating exclamation point anyway here are some more questions for you first question what's an old thing that you've tried that still feels so fresh and new i've been watching a classic i've been watching classic sci-fis like alien and the thing and gave the first metal gear solid a crack after kojima's interview at rtx these films and games still feel modern to me and i'm curious to hear what stands out for you the next question knowing what you know now how would you go about starting a podcast how much planning goes slash should go into each episode any equipment recommendations in brackets entry level finally how would you handle doing interviews with those who aren't as experienced with being recorded that might be a lot of questions but if you're cool with answering them that would be awesome hope to hear back from you guys soon cheers dylan from victoria not canada dylan you know we absolutely love you i feel like you really stitched us up with that second question how much prep do we put into episodes Let, let's, let's go first let's question. Let's tackle the first question. Yeah, so what's an old thing that you've tried but still feels fresh and new? Sex. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Same. Okay. Okay. Um, We're going to that well straight away. Just to yeah. stay <laughs> on topic, um, I watched the original Aliens last Saturday night. Um, Hang on. Alien or Aliens? Well, Alien. Okay. The first one. First one. Oh, uh, I've got a thing to ask after this. Sorry. So, yeah. You know, I after. started watching those again to get into the mood of um, the new Alien coming out. Um, just to refresh my memory still feels great uh warrior land 4 as i mentioned a couple of weeks back i've been playing that that's a lot of fun mm. um i booted up uh metal gear uh, not metal gear um metal slug on ios uh. um because i i love metal slug um and i that's probably one of my favorite arcade games Side note, Metal Slug was one of the Neo Geo releases on the Switch this week. Nice, because that's a really Nine good bucks, game. I yeah. think it is. Some of the best art, I think, in um, games, mm. personally. Mm. I love um, rescuing the, the POW yeah. hippies yeah, yeah. with their long hair and beards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. Um, yeah, I'm always looking for something old to refresh and revive because no, it's not often that new stuff really kicks over every single week for me sometimes mm. it'll be a barren couple of weeks with nothing coming out so i think with the amount of effort we put into staying informed on like things new games events blah blah it gets a bit taxing to maybe just go after the new release because you're just so enthralled in it anyway or enthralled by it you know reading into it interviews reviews blah blah you've played the game before you've played it yeah. when you play something old it's like funny hidden gem. It's your own yeah, experience. It's yeah, nice. yeah um, I, I think I think film and television stands up more as opposed to the majority of games. Yeah, I agree with that definitely. Like film and television and music and that type of media, it's timeless, really. Mm. You know, obviously effects and things can be a lot eroded compared to today. You know, it's noticeable with with whether it be physical and like um. Mm literal animation or, or software based like cgi and things like that um but yeah like stemming from what from what you and um mm. dylan said like alien the thing the terminator franchise predator franchise i grew up like as a kid as just a massive sort of sci-fi action buff and i can still go back and watch all these movies with a great amount of love and admiration for what they did um the story still holds up the the acting holds up the the pacing everything like that but there's probably not a whole lot of games um, that I'll go back and play from yesteryear and, and still push through them. Like I'm, mm. 
on on one end i'll, I'll go back in and every every year i i watch you know say the, the lord of the rings trilogy i try and do like a back to back to back every year and every year i try and watch the terminator films and the predator films all these films from when i was a kid yeah or when i was younger but there's not many times where i'll go back and play old games that i've held dear like it's sort of polar opposites like i'm always uh, trying to play the new stuff and and sink my teeth into new titles and an and ip and product where media is is probably something where i go back to that older more nostalgic well i dusted off my ps2 last week mm. played a bit of rise to honor that's a Still great working game. yeah well that's pretty impressive yeah 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 via the rca yeah mm. yeah rise to honor is a sick game yeah like oh. the only the only franchise that i've played that's old and it's still only 10 years old like i played through the the mass effect games again over the last six or so months in anticipation of mass effect andromeda but mm. for the most part there's not a huge amount of titles where i'll go back and, and play some of these old classics like i can look back and remember fond memories of some of these old games but not to a degree where i go you know what i'm going to go back and play title x or title y or title b or whatever like yeah nostalgia is the key here obviously mm. Mm. i think the only ones i can really do are the final fantasy games from maybe one to ten yeah um those are the only ones that i could maybe jump into and it'd still feel great and fresh and it's probably because they're so similar between them but also very different um they tweak it obviously each with each iteration so that helps um but yeah there's not much else i can play that i've Mm. i mean i've like things like pokemon red i've played pokemon red i've probably done more than a hundred solid runs of pokemon red jesus that's impressive like that's as a kid and then kind of later on and then there's roms and then you nuzlocke and it's hard to play that game anymore as much as i loved it as much time as i put into it Mm. i still get like uh, i still get a sense of enjoyment playing tekken that's that is fresh and i think that's just more Mm. the competitiveness of it rather than the game doing something new or yeah. inventive it's just more about challenging the community yourself and playing and with other people yeah and I, I think a lot of people who play any competitive game would have that like warcraft uh you know i could play a game of warcraft 3 tomorrow with someone else and that would still feel new yeah. and fresh to me um but yeah you're right outside of that there's not really much else tv wise movie wise there's a lot you know like um like you i try and watch certain things at least once a year just because you know they're brilliant the sopranos is a great show mm. should be watched once a year i think the wire is fantastic should be watched once a year if you can get around to it um yeah that's it i guess for me mm. the podcast question um just hit up audio technica for all your needs all your needs they got everything <laughs> you need um look there's plenty of there's plenty of great youtube videos and tutorials and stuff out there like how would you go about starting a podcast how much planning goes into it equipment first of all you gotta so, yeah, okay you, i think you need an idea yeah like which separates you from the i mean we, we're on agpn there's so many podcasts out there i think you need an idea in a format that that sets you apart from everything else that like what have you got to advertise to people to give them a reason to listen to your podcast Number two, uh, do you have a personality that is quite forthcoming and is something, have you done any kind of presenting before? Have you been on stage? Are you a performer? Have you done that? If you haven't done that, it might be difficult for you to um, get that personality out there. Yeah, I've, we've got a friend at the moment who's doing a podcast. Who's It's not a gaming podcast. It's just sort of a variety show, I think they're calling it. They're doing a few different things with it. And I had a chat with him. This is Macho. who. Mm friend of the show friend of the show and, and, and when we can get him helps us out with things um Debatable. but he 
very rarely, but still uh, has given us a hit in the past once or twice. But Mache, um, I was talking to him about it. About he he just done his first two episodes with his two housemates, and um, he's giving me all of his grievances. And there's like a lot of things that he's saying there that I you know reflecting on it thought we shared that experience. So when we started, we didn't quite know what we were gonna what this would be. I think we all had ideas, and then it changed into something that was a little bit different to probably what we were all expecting, but still something pretty good, something great, and something that we loved enough to do for 15 months. I don't know, and we're still gonna keep going. We're not gonna kill each other yet. Um, so I think you just need to be patient and you just need to be a bit brave about it and throw yourself out there. Like you said, Reese. you know, you may not be someone who has done something where you're speaking in front of people or giving mm. an opinion or voicing an opinion. Um, and it's not easy. And it's not easy to listen back to yourself either the first few times. <clears throat> um, yeah. yeah, it really isn't like... Yeah, I think just be patient with it and mm. just fucking go for it. I think anything creative, any creative pursuit... As soon as you put pen to paper, it, you've Straight done a thousand percent more. Yeah, than like the ten minutes. Put, put your time. ideas down. Like have a have a direction of how you want this show or this potential product or concept to go. Mm. Um, talk with like if you're going to be it's a solo podcast or a group podcast. Think of people that would work, or you've got dynamic, or yeah, or, or some good one. back and forth with. Um, and, and see what your strengths are. Like, be honest mm. with yourself. Go, okay, I might not be the most informed about this, but I'm really good with that. So maybe shift focus to that specific area. Like, mm. you're never going to be the master of anything. Like, I'll admit, you know, I, I know bits and pieces here or there, but there's a lot of things i got no idea about. So I'll, I'll try and read about that or study up on that or focus on your strong points. Just as Ree said, what, just put something out there. That's the biggest step. You know, yeah. record an episode record one or two episodes before you put it up and, and listen back and, and con- like deconstruct that episode. How did it go? What didn't you like? What would you change? Have a theme, have music, have something like to make it semi-professional. Don't just start by saying, uh, well, here we are. Oh, like, <laughs> I don't know about that. I like, no, to be fair, I agree. And I like, you know, where things are polished, but there are plenty of podcasts that don't do that and still quality shows yeah but it the is, good thing it's content i think mm. it's the, whatever the core of it is hopefully it's something that you love doing not just something mm. that you think you need to do and the good thing is there's a lot of communities out there that are more than happy to engage and have discussions and provide advice you know us, us here directly hit us up you know shoot us an email shoot us a message more than happy to share our wins and losses and and sort of pain points mm. um as as reese said the agpn um, Facebook page there's copious amounts of podcasts on there jump in there ask some questions uh, and plenty of people that are willing to help yeah I think, and, as well as the other and the other one there. that I sort of dig around in here and there is there's a subreddit and it's just um, you know slash podcasts or slash gaming podcasts or whatever field you want to focus in get in there um, ask questions people are more than happy to to share their their knowledge and their their um, you know advice and always buy audio technical yeah yeah make sure like if you like that's that's the easiest thing that you can have direct control over straight away is is the equipment Mm. if you buy the equipment that'll see you through from now until forever obviously the content would vary week to week or episode to episode but if the gear sounds all right even if you're not completely confident to start with if the gear can sort of mask some of those inadequacies you know the last thing you want to do is have five people sitting around a room sharing one mic and there's inconsistent tone and pitch thrown around and background noise and da 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 yeah um, I think on a technical level that's a bit of a like a I'm out if I hear like a podcast then it's not great yeah 
sound wise i don't know about you guys but like if you get that same yeah. consistency there mm. yeah yeah it's like well, what the fuck am i listening to yeah so just take the time to research there's plenty of gear for all budgets um you know you can get mics for sub 100 bucks or sub 70 bucks you can get them for several hundred dollars depending on how far down that rabbit hole you want to go mm. get yourself a little mixer that way you can monitor and isolate everybody's mics individually because we've all got different sounds we've all got different volumes so you want to make it a nice consistent playing field across the board we use the behringer zenx qx1202 usb 4xlr inputs it's phantom powered so if you're using condenser mics it'll see you through for four microphones or four speakers mm. um yeah. but yeah just anyone that's out there that is trying to get into that field hit us up more than happy to to discuss and provide feedback and if you've got anything that you've recorded that you don't want to release we can have a listen and we'll give you some honest opinions you know we're not perfect we expect to hear feedback both good and or bad on what we're doing mm. and we're more than happy to do the same yeah i got some the other day from my sister yeah she said i can't change my nickname to std <laughs> that's some good feedback <laughs> i secretly wish you do because that would be fantastic yeah, i will all right, so Sorry, I'm eating it is, is getting a bit of a long episode, but we still have to touch base with our iTunes review of the week, and then we will start going through the closing stages and get on out of here and get some lunch because we're getting hungry. Curbs, your sugar levels are dropping drastically. Mate, my, I don't see that sparkle in the eye all, all from an levels, hour and a half ago. All of my levels are down. Mm. This coffee is a demon. If coffee. only I had a sugar level Behringer Zenix beside me here that I could perk you up on, we'd be, we'd that be fine. That would kill me. That's true. That would actually kill me. That's true. Why so, are you trying to kill Reese? What the fuck? Because we're rival racing crews. Reese. <laughs> I'm Forza. He's GT Gran, Gran Turismo. We're going to race for pinks after this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've got S2000s with spoon engines. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. iTunes Review of the Week. Coming to us from William Nolan, 44, from the US of A, giving us the subject line of hungry hungry hippos and it's five stars nice okay so the review reads hosts that can really talk state facts and have a laugh combined to make a killer show you can hear the passion from the team in just about everything they cover even when they dislike or disagree listening to this show feels like you're sitting around the table with friends chatting about your love for video games love this show oh thanks man william nolan 44 Appreciate the kind words. Yeah, absolutely. I'm glad people say that. It seems to be pretty consistent feedback where people like to listen to us argue with each other. Yeah. You know, doubling you, back to the, the podcast nice. discussion, our strength is clearly our banter. You know, we aren't the most technically astute. We're not the most knowledgeable in anything specific, but we can carry a conversation pretty well. Self. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. Reese did, uh, did come out with some zings I've got today. the know-how. I've got... The personality, it's just... You're the total package. Handsome Reese Kirby plus two is what we're going for. It's Reese and the cool kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my humility. Cool in the gang. But yeah, William Nolan 44, thank you for the kind words. Thank you for taking you. the time to write a review and rate, subscribe and all that. Any of you other kind souls out there feel like doing the same? We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher. We're on SoundCloud. We're yeah. on Google Play. We're everywhere. Please do it. Yeah, it's nice. You know, it's kind of one of the few interactions we actually have directly with people where um, you can give us feedback. And I listen to like a bunch of podcasts. We all do. We all listen to tons of podcasts. And, mm. and you love podcasts. I realize there are a few that I've listened to for more than a year that I haven't reviewed. I thought that's not great. I, I reviewed them recently because of it. And I think it's fair too because it's, you know, 
without things like this, we're basically just talking at each other in a room on a Saturday, mm. which is Saturday. what we would be doing anyway. Yeah, which but now the we only difference is that we just have mics in front <laughs> of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, we'd be yelling at each other. It'd probably be a little bit more argy bargy, but uh, we'll try to keep it PG for you guys. Yeah, <laughs> that's been long gone. Yeah, re- recent. Brennan, we're more MA. I think we're borderline MA. We're MA. Yeah. We're not we're PG. No. Nah. <laughs> Anything but. What do you mean we're not fucking PG? <laughs> we swear a lot. Just like then. You nah. just dropped the F-bomb nah, in that, that statement. Was, that was the joke. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It is a long That's day. That's the joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. So anyway. Oh, thanks, William. Thank you for the nice review. Keep them coming, fam. Keep them coming on that iTunes. We will read every single one, good and or bad or weird. I haven't had a bad one. You watch now, there'll be a shit one. Oh. It'll be a real bad one. It'll be Ben or someone. I'm still <laughs> waiting. Reese needs to shut up. Still waiting for Mr. Two Stars to, to show his or her face. <laughs> it's Come out of the shadows. Eating him alive. Like, Jesus, I love it. Face me, Demi Gorgon. <laughs> anyway, a quick bit of housekeeping from my side. Find us as a collective at We Are 8-Bit on the Twitters, on the Facebook, on the Instagrams. Get onto our Discord chat. On YouTube at We Are 8-Bit or forward slash We Are 8-Bit. Ton of nice content on there. The latest one we just popped up was Sam v- versus me in uh, Until Dawn Rush of Blood. Which there's like a, there's a huge caveat with this, which is... I that feel I like kicked I was, your ass? I feel like I was robbed. I was robbed. It was a stupid reason to lose. You hit your head on a, on which a wall. Which is stupid. Like, it's stupid. It's a stupid reason to get taken out straight away. If you hit your head on the wall with force right now, you'd be taken out. I'll too. go right through it. Oh, that's right. Because right you are it. Hulk, remember? We've no, had this I'm discussion just, already. I'm just, I'm just a man, but I would go right through it. Mm. Don't doubt it. But yeah, check that I out. I just don't want to be up for damages. And um, at the time of this episode dropping, there will be another half in form done by our boy Ben. He's played the other 99, which is mm. like a Lord of the Flies slash H1Z1 survival FPS game. Looks good. Anyone that's interested, there's that first 30 minutes dropping on the YouTubes in the next day or two. Uh, We'll have some more content. We're going to get some more Let's Plays up there. Going to do a little bit of Switch stuff this week, maybe a bit more VR stuff. Who knows? Maybe we'll end up playing that stupid Star Trek game on VR and reenacting various scenes from uh, those shows and films. Mm. Mm. Can you imagine us piloting the Enterprise together? <laughs> <laughs> that just be arguments. That thing would go down in, yeah. in a ball of flames. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, find me everywhere at We Are 8-Bit. Hit us up on the emails if you like. Hello at We Are 8-Bit. You guys want to say anything before we start Kerbo 8-Bit. fading this out? At Salim Abraham. No, sorry. No, Reese. you're Reese 8-Bit. Kerbo 8-Bit is, uh, I don't know. I think so. that's your... Tw- which yeah yeah true not that i'm ever on there because i can't get good internet <laughs> thanks australia thanks australia Fuck, thanks turnbull, australia. Fuck you, yeah. turnbull. <laughs> what a fizzer he's been what a grub <laughs> trumbull comes in here trying to you know change the country in this big blaze of glory and then he just fizzes out like a wet fart very political oddly political mm. i think that's it peace so, out from all of us here much love and stay hungry much love bye I'll just let you guys have that one stay hungry much love you've been listening to The Hungry Gamers an exclusive podcast from 8-Bit be sure to check out 8-Bit.net for all your video game and pop culture related needs 
Additional Hungry Gamers episodes can be found on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. While you're there, please be sure to rate and subscribe. Until next time, boys and girls.